arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Well, good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm here today with Mitch Voss and Kevin Dodd to discuss a new theater project that they're working on. Welcome to the both of you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Well, uh, we always start off our segment here with asking our guests, what is your favorite morning beverage? Oh, I think for me it's a chai latte. That's nice. a good way to start the day for me. I'm definitely a coffee person. I was recently given an espresso machine, which is great. Oh you know, it, it's a nice quick kick of caffeine, but I found that I still like, I, I miss the warm beverage that I sip mm. over time. So I have to usually pour the espresso in a coffee, get some extra red eye going there. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so that's uh, twice the caffeine and uh, yep. all right, I'm going to call you every morning at eight o'clock. See how you're doing. <laughs> So, Mitch, you have a background in theater as an actor, director, fight choreographer. Can you briefly talk about your background and experiences as a theater artist? Sure. Um, so, really, I got serious about it in high school. Um, I started at Portage Central and was directed by Kathy Mule, who is still directing shows in the area. And uh, afterwards, I landed up at uh, Western Michigan University, and uh, my mentor was D. Terry Williams. I was really privileged to have him in my corner there, and afterwards went to grad school at the University of Virginia as an actor. Um, but even before all of that, at early as two years old, I was dressing up as characters from Pinocchio in front of my parents and <laughs> figuring out how I could look like the donkey from Pinocchio that all the children turned into. And uh, that eventually led to me working at a drama camp in Kalamazoo and uh, starting as a director was really my first job in theater. And it was only after that that then certain other opportunities came up for acting and I found that that was really my passion. Wow, okay. So Pinocchio, specifically the donkey in Pinocchio. <laughs> That's fantastic. So you went to Western? You yes. went to the theater department at Western? Correct. All right. And any work after? Uh, yes, so I've worked at uh, Festival 56 in Princeton, Illinois. I got the opportunity to uh, portray Mark Antony and Julius Caesar over there. That was incredible. And uh, also worked at Tibbetts Opera House in Coldwater. Uh, was able to be Judd in Oklahoma over there. And also many shows at Farmer's Alley Theater, uh, most notably Remnar in uh, Escanaba into Moonlight was a real, real treat for me. And uh, that really connected with our audiences and it was so much fun i think right. that's the most fun i've ever had in a show period yeah it's a fun show mm -hmm. very fun show kevin how about you you've oh. been a director and educator for many years can you tell us a little bit more yeah i got my start at the second grade as a munchkin in okay. the wizard of oz and you know i never really looked back from that point forward i just like this is for me. I want to keep doing this. Uh, I went to Western as well and didn't get into the theater department for acting, but I did get in for theater education. My parents were both teachers, so I said I was never going to be a teacher, but, you know, the universe had other plans for me. So I became um, a theater educator uh, in college, uh, working with Education for the Arts as a teaching artist um, in the late 90s there. And uh, just really found my calling with that. And I also found that as, as a performer, I thought I could direct the shows better than the director. So that, <laughs> that, was, that was a you know something that told me maybe I should start directing myself. Um, and, and again, you know, I started directing and I really found my niche there. Okay. And so after, uh, so you're still with 
um, EFA. Yeah, yep. I'm full time education for the arts now, All aesthetic right. education coordinator. So, what other? Um, you said you you thought you could be a director better than others, and I have, having worked with you, I know you're a very good director. <laughs> what shows have you directed? Oh man, I have directed Twelfth Night at the Civic. That's one of my favorite all time mm-hmm. shows that I've directed. I also did the Hundred Dresses there, Still Life with Iris. Um, I worked in New York for a few years, and so I, I directed a lot of original work out there um, before coming back to good old Kalamazoo. Um, I used to, I've worked at The Whole Art, uh, directed The Sins of Kalamazoo, a new play there. Oh. Um, most recently, uh, I believe, well, most recently I've, I've worked with Bear Backstage Productions mm-hmm. um, with a production of Shattered last fall with Michael P. Martin and Sarah Rodis. That was, that was a real treat yeah. uh, to do two one-person shows. Okay. Well, you guys have a lot of theater under your belt. You've got a lot of experiences. Did you both know that you always wanted to be in theater? Uh, I think for me, yes. Okay. (laughs) It started really early. I was... uh, I had this great opportunity as a kid that I was living in the Milwaukee area and we would go to the Milwaukee Children's Repertory Theater and they had fully realized productions over there and I had no idea what could be done with these sets and costume and lighting and everything for kids shows. Usually it's just props and fun costumes um, but for there it really opened my eyes to the possibilities of theater and the storytelling that it uh, could communicate to the audiences here. And I've been so happy to be, if not involved on stage at any of the theaters in the area here, certainly in the audience, and just enthusiastic to see the work by all the artists in this area on stage. Cool. Yeah, same here. I, I, like I said, starting off as a kid in and, and, uh, and, and The Wizard of Oz, and I was lucky enough to grow up in a small town north of here that had a lot of opportunities um, in the theater, in the arts. There was a community theater, but there was also some dedicated youth theater programming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know that I really realized until I left you know, Greenville, Michigan and came to Kalamazoo that how lucky I was there. And over time, I've come to realize how lucky we are here in Kalamazoo, that there is so much happening in the arts, that, that mm-hmm. there's a lot to do and a lot to get involved in. And so I've found myself gravitating to places where there's lots of opportunities uh, to flourish as artists. Right, right. Yeah. And in fact, today we're talking about um, an opportunity, a new theater project that you two are actually putting on yes. for the community. So let's dive into that. Yes. Yeah, so the project, the play is called Wittenberg. The playwright is David Davalos. And uh, this is a play that I came across when I was still a student at Western. It was in a collection of Best New Plays of 2011. And at that time, you know, I was in my 20s and I thought, oh, the Hamlet role would be perfect for me. I was really interested in doing Shakespeare all out all the time. And uh, I just came across this play and it was such a great comedy with a mix of more contemporary elements to it. Uh, It's not all an iambic pentameter. Uh, Really, Hamlet's the only one who speaks that way. Uh, But as I've, you know, developed in my career, I was revisiting this play and thought, you know what, I think I think some of these other roles, I can see some people in these, and especially myself, in the role of Dr. Faustus. Um, so the main concept of the play is that it's all set in Wittenberg in 1517, and it's an imagined reality uh, where uh, Hamlet is studying at Wittenberg as a student, and among his professors are uh, Friar Reverend Martin Luther, who uh, the 
who formed the Protestant Reformation, and uh, also Dr. Faustus, who has always been kind of a mythical figure. He was a real person who actually taught at Wittenberg, uh, but then had evolved more into this alchemical, um, and of course, deal with the devil is more, more of what we know him for these days. <laughs> right, right. So it's an idea of how that would all look if these people were all together. Uh, and we also have an, a brilliant actress in Lisa Abbott playing the Eternal Feminine, who is a character that was found in the Goethe version of Faustus. Um, but you don't need to know all that. You just need to know that this is going to be a really fun play, and it's going to have sure. lots and lots of laughs. In it. Sure. And Kevin, what's your role? Yeah, so I'm directing the play. Um, okay. uh, Mitch is uh, very humble here. Uh, he didn't mention that he's also producing it himself. Um, so when he approached me, oh, I think last fall or last last winter and saying, hey, I want to produce some work. Are you interested? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, we'd worked together a couple times before. And um, he sent me a couple of plays. There was this one and, and this other farce that would have been fun. But but this one, I'm like, oh, you know what? This has some substance to it. Like, it's really funny. It's really witty. Um, a lot of people compare it to, like, Tom Stoppard mm -hmm. in, in the word play. Um, and so I was really drawn to that. But it also has some substance. Like, it's a very smart comedy mm -hmm. um, where it just, you know, if, if you know the references, you're going to get them. But if you don't know the references, you're still going to have a lot of fun because it's gotcha. just so funny in the moment just very crisp dialogue yeah sometimes we talk about uh you know you think of a play and you think oh that'd be really great it's kind of a bucket list project sure. and that's mm -hmm. what this sounds like mm -hmm. um but there are times where you think about it you think oh but it's not really right for right now it's right. like will audiences like it will mm. audiences get it but it sounds like wittenberg is is for right now can sure. you can you talk a little bit about uh, if there's any connection to what's happening in our world right now? Yeah, uh, well, one of the biggest themes that, um, especially for my character of Dr. Faustus, that he revisits is that you are what you choose. Mm. And uh, especially in the social and political landscape of today, I think that is a very fitting idea that we are independent and we are living in this country with freedoms. And those should be extended to who we are as people. Mm -hmm. And it is our choice of how we want to live our lives and how we want to pursue happiness in our lives and how we can extend that to other people. Sure. Um, that, to me, is what it really brings <laughs> yeah. to my heart. And, and you know, at, at the heart of the play is Hamlet. And we know Hamlet is a person who can't make decisions. Mm -hmm. So imagine what he's like at college, right? Trying okay. to figure out not only what his major <laughs> is, but also trying to grapple with all of the changes happening in the world, uh, you know, at pre-enlightenment when when we're just realizing, oh, wait a second, the earth revolves around the sun? Right. Like, that's a whole new idea. What would it be like to be at that moment when you realize something that big? Mm -hmm. um, and so he's kind of having this crisis of faith. And, you know, I, I feel like that is timeless of this, this idea between Martin Luther representing the, the theological versus the philosophical in John Faustus and, and having those, that dialectical conversation to me is mm -hmm. just so fascinating to get in like what is the relationship between reason and faith um where do we come from i mean it's kind of these mm -hmm. big questions sure. but approached in such such an approachable way right it's yeah. a comedy right exactly it, it is a comedy, yeah, it's a comedy. okay <laughs> yeah. good hey we have to take a short break but we will continue our conversation with mitch voss and kevin don in just a moment 
The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo wants you to know that summertime is here, and that means the arts moves to the great outdoors. Check out all the wonderful summer concert series and programs being offered in our local communities through Summertime Live on the Arts Council's website, kalamazooarts.org. Or visit the Art Hop page to see what's in store next for this one-of-a-kind program. At the Arts Council, they always strive to make innovative and creative expression an everyday occurrence. And thanks to their members, there are so many things to see and do in and around Kalamazoo. Take advantage of all that summer has to offer, including Kalamazoo's unmatched arts scene, by visiting the Arts Council online at kalamazooarts.org. That's kalamazooarts.org. You'll be glad you did. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly serving Kalamazoo and helping to amplify the arts in our community since 1966. This is WKZO. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. And we're back. I'm talking with Mitch Voss and Kevin Dodd about a new theater project that they're working on. Um, we talked a little bit about what the play is about. Um, let's talk about this uh, partnership that you have, because you're producing this at the Crawl Space Theater. Mm-hmm. So how, how did that arrangement come about? Uh, well, to me, the story starts in doing Shakespeare in the Park <laughs> in Celery Flats and Portage <laughs> okay. uh, many years ago. This would have been, I think, like 2008, around there. Um, but really, it was... Uh, a decision I had made as an actor to expand my own horizons and jump into Shakespeare, which was something I'd never done up to that point. And I met this wonderful group of actors, including Kevin, uh, including uh, people like Dan Seitzma, who's now the president of uh, KNAC, uh, Kalamazoo Nonprofit uh, Advocacy Council, um, who is in charge of a lot of the events that happen at Crawl Space. And um, certainly he had, uh, was a founding member of Crawl Space Improv, which that's kind of their home mm-hmm. um, and as a teenager growing up in Kalamazoo I was always going to crawl space shows every chance I possibly could um, and seeing as much live theater as I could all of these um, different kind of initiatives the actors playwright initiative theater that was downtown I would go to those shows all the time and it was something that really in me I wanted to be able to give that back to the community mm-hmm. in a way that I felt was meaningful and that um, We'd be creating this kind of a thing and involving more artists and people that I have developed these natural relationships with. Yeah. And having just worked in the Crawl Space Theater lately, I think, you know, Dan is very interested, as is the whole board, in turning that space into this center, this hub um, mm-hmm. for, you know, really grassroots artists. And I feel like he's he's been great at making that space accessible um the show i mentioned shattered we performed there last fall mm-hmm. um i know that he's planning to do other late night performances and really build sort of the presence he's been doing jazz you know um, mm-hmm. jazz ensembles have been performing in there so you know allowing that space to be used by many artists in the community i think is really creating a, a nice small theater you know it's it's a very intimate space um it has that sort of uh, cabaret atmosphere which I think is just a really welcome addition to downtown that doesn't exist anywhere mm-hmm. so uh, yeah I'm really yeah. excited to see to, to be a part of and to see what happens um, in this theater and in this building right right and you mentioned uh, other folks that were working on the project itself uh, in our first segment you talked about Lisa Abbott yes Lisa Abbott recently seen in the revolutionists as yeah. Olympe de Gouges yes um, 
who I had gotten to know from doing Romeo and Juliet in Shakespeare in the Park. Uh, okay. She was our uh, Lady Capulet, and she was wonderful. And uh, it's always been, you know, whenever you work with someone, I think you always want to think, oh, if this project was available and this person was available at the same time, then, oh, my gosh, it would be so amazing to have everybody come together. And uh, so, yeah, finally we got Lisa uh, on board for this. And uh, among the other actors that we have are uh, Robert Davidson, who I've mm -hmm. enjoyed his work immensely for years. Uh, he's coming off of having done Pride and Prejudice at the Civic. Um, we have Ian Darling Romaine in as Hamlet. And he uh, recently appeared at Portage Northern as Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. So we've collected a lot of people from different <laughs> stages and put us all together. And it's really been just such a wonderful experience to have all of us in one room. Yeah, it sounds like it. So you chose to do this as an in independent project. Can you talk a little bit about uh, how you came to that conclusion? And Sure. Um, so, well, first off, I just want to say thank you for having me as an Arts Council member. It's sure. really an enjoyable experience. I recommend that for everyone. Um, but uh, part of my understanding of, of what the Arts Council can do, I came to know that as a, as a high schooler when um, I was in a production of Honk and we were selected to participate in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland. Right. And uh, so I was doing all the fundraising events I possibly could, um, but even with that, the opportunity of having becoming an international performer as a teenager was something that I owe to the Arts Council and, and, and just so, so grateful for, uh, for making that a reality. Um, and from that, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with people who have gone for grants and things like that, and, and there's certain um, things that you need to do when you apply for those grants. And doing things independently allows us to have a lot more flexibility. We are able to act a lot more quickly on decisions. There's not a board that we need to reference things to in, before those decisions are made. Um, so a lot of this project are things that Kevin and I literally just have conversations about and decide what our plan is. And it, it sounds like, as a community in Kalamazoo, uh, we embrace the individual artists as much as our, uh, you know, stalwart nonprofits, ones that have been around for a while. Absolutely. So you yeah. sounds like you've been embraced within the community, found a place to perform, and yeah. uh, are being supported in that way. Absolutely. Yeah. So when is the production going to be performed? So the production, would you like to take a Sure, care? yeah, that's where it's coming right up. Uh, it's going to be June 16th, 17th, and 18th, uh, mm -hmm. and then the following weekend, the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Uh, all performances are at 7.30 p.m., even the Sunday performance. Uh, it's good to note. So, yeah, coming right up. Yeah. And okay. we will be at 315 West Michigan Avenue. Tickets are $20, uh -huh. and you'll be able to purchase those through wittenbergkzoo.com. That's W-I-T-T-E-N-B-E-R-G. KZOO.com, and you can also check the Crawl Space Comedy Theater's website. Okay. Um, if I want to find out more about the production, if I'm one of those people who has to read like all the notes before I go so I don't miss anything, where, sure. where do I go to read about the production itself? Actually, on our website, we have mm -hmm. information about the production and some links to um, some of the materials that other theaters have who've produced the show have great, created. Great. Um, it's like, why should we reinvent the wheel when they have it already out there? <laughs> right. uh, the uh, Shakespeare Theater of New Jersey created a fantastic audience guide that is you know, a little bit about their production, but also just about the play in general. So um, that, will, that is linked on our website. Um, so you can find some of that information there. Okay. 
and I'm guessing tickets are on your website as well, like you just said. Correct. But um, I'm showing up with my phone, with my ticket on my phone. Is that what's Oh, happening? we can definitely take care of you at the door. We've yeah. got <laughs> we've oh, okay. got people at the door. At the door. I can buy yeah. my ticket at the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. Fantastic. So what's next? I know you guys haven't even opened yet, but <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you're going to get done with this and be like, yeah, okay then. But what's next? What's next for for Mitch Voss and and Kevin Dodd after this project? Oh well, there is another project we've been talking about for a little bit, but it's it might have to wait till next year. Okay. <laughs> um, but there is uh, mostly I've been uh, looking at productions that Kentucky Shakespeare has been doing. I've been mm-hmm. uh, part of a uh, reading group uh, with them that initiated kind of over the pandemic and have been continuing with that and found this just lovely group of people. And uh, they've been developing kind of newer works based on Shakespeare works, and one of them is called Enter Ghost. And it is the mm, kind of story of, um, it's almost a haunted house, I guess is the better <laughs> way to describe it. But it's a Shakespeare-themed kind of Hamlet. Immersive. Ha- it's an immersive house. performance. Correct. Right? Yeah. Immersive. That's the, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, thank you. Um, but it's telling the story of all of the characters after the events of Hamlet. Okay. So as much as this play is telling the events before Hamlet, before yeah. Dr. Fawcett, before Martin Luther, mm-hmm. all of their moments of crisis, this would be a play that's after those events. Okay. And apart from that possibility, I am currently slated to direct the 39 Steps at the Civic next winter. So okay, that's, that's a great the next show. one. Yeah, yeah, that's another fun four, another four-hander, another yep. really fun, inventive uh, play. So there might be something else happening between now and then, but that's the next one I'm, I know I'm doing. So all right, so give me excited. the website again for the show. The website is wittenbergkzoo.com. That's W-I-T-T-E-N-B-E-R-G-K-Z-O-O.com. All right, and I'm assuming that we can get a hold of you two through that website as well Correct. if there are questions. Sure. So, mm-hmm. all right, so go to the website, find out about Wittenberg, a comedy that's coming very soon. <laughs> I've been speaking with Mitch Voss and Kevin Dodd about the new theater project that's about to open next week. Thank you both. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for taking some time this morning to join us on the Creative Cafe. We have enjoyed telling you a little bit about who we are as an arts council and what we do in the community. Arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes Kalamazoo a great place to work and live. As a service organization, we've been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. In the past five years alone, we have provided benefits to 585 individual artists and arts organizations, granted $865,000 to just under 400 grant recipients, produced 10 unique programs that serve artists, and have collaborated on 23 separate fiscal sponsorships and community projects, many of which are still in existence and serving our community. All this with an average staff size of 6 to 8 in any given year. Small but mighty. That's the Arts Council. And now you know. Join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that that creative expression has to offer.